Two, two, one, two. All right, then. Some people, when it comes to doing a microphone check, they do two, two, one, two, one, two. I think that's far too prosaic. I think your method is much better. Blow well, your nose right in the, the microphone there. The nose blowing out of the way. There's more... I hope you don't put it in. There's more frequencies. We should have more mobile DJs doing that. Always test the, the microphones, not with two, two, one, two, with a good old nose blow. There you go. Bit of professional advice for any mobile DJs or sound engineers there. It's not all fun and japes on the podcast. There's also uh, it's an educational element to it as well. Talking of that, hello to any of our listeners, uh, our younger listeners, our child listeners, following along at home with our The David Eagle Podcast educational project. Um, because uh, we know that it's kept a lot of children and parents entertained over lockdown. It's a great educational resource. And hello to you children there, following on, reading along with The David Eagle Podcast at home. Remember uh, when you hear the sounds of an angry Australian man telling people to get their hands off, off their penis. Get your hand off my penis! Turn the page. <laughs> right. I might need to drop it down a little bit. She's referring to the microphone <laughs> listeners. Um, just in case you know, she, she, get, she went for those breast implants. But before we concentrate on what's coming up on this week's very dramatic podcast, I have to say, we'll uh, have a little nostalgia trip as we reminisce on what happened on last week's The David Eagle Podcast. Last week on The David Eagle Podcast. A fact about preserves courtesy of the Women's Institute Cassette Porn. Porn. Amazing okay. shit balls. Get your hand off my penis! Sounds of snatches. Because Ricky Madal and getting snatch. David, what are you doing? Yeah. We are the talk sport of the herbal tea world. I like to hoover it, hoover it. Hey, shut the back up. Shut the back up. I go in chunky. Where's the body? Where have the Russians scattered the body? And whose body was it, Shazam? That's what we want to know. <laughs> you say the David Eagle Podcast. I say the David Eagle Podcast. Let's call the whole thing the David Eagle Podcast. It's the David Eagle Podcast. I think we've made that abundantly clear. It's the David Eagle podcast with me, David Eagle. And me, Ellie Skinner. And no prodding involved no. there. She's getting uh, pretty good at this, I have to say. She's got her advanced uh, microphone check techniques of blowing her nose in the microphone. She's She knows when to come in without being prodded these days. And, of course, last week, she... Well, some some people would say ideas above a station, but not I. It's to be encouraged. She announced that she'd be telling us an anecdote <laughs> about a uh, time when she was the Women's Institute and there she was embroiled in a case of mistaken identity. Well, we've been doing a little bit of research, in fairness. I know Ellie's been doing a bit of extracurricular research and she's uh, been reading sort of stats about how to keep listeners and that kind of thing. And uh, one of the things she read is that uh, listeners really love anecdotes about the Women's Institute. That's how you keep listeners going there. So that's the reason why uh, she's doing that, really. I mean, yes, I appreciate pandering to the masses, maybe, going for the the mainstream audience, but sometimes you've got to do that kind of thing. But don't worry. There is plenty of the esoteric, the surreal, the crazy, the dramatic on this week's podcast. I think, as I say, I think the most dramatic podcast that we have done yet. Now, we're going to do things a little bit differently on Ooh. this podcast, Ellie, because we're going to break things into different... Uh, we're, we're going to... All Chunks. Of our, we, chunky. We're nice and chunky. <laughs> I'm inspired by Jackie from last week from the Women's Institute with a jam. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to break the various features on the podcast, the regular features, into separate parts. 
parts. Listeners might prefer one feature above another, and I think it's a way of keeping everybody listening right to the end. I'd like to think that you all listen for the full hour. If we break it up, people will be like, oh, I can't leave it now because I want to find out what happens in Herbal Tea of the Week. I want to find out what happens in Potato News. People will, of course, want to find out what happens in all of those features, but we're going to break those into two parts. we got What's the Time, Mr. Eagle, broken into two parts because it's going to be even more dramatic than ever before because it is, of course, our final ever What's the Time, Mr. Eagle. For the last nine weeks, Ellie Skinner has been asking me three times over the course of the week, What's the Time, Mr. Eagle, whilst thrusting a recorder in my face completely unexpectedly for me. <laughs> and I have had to try and guess what the time is. I've done well at times. My personal best has been 36. Sorry. <laughs> I think the caffeine's just overstimulated me. Sorry, from the we'll maybe coffee. stop doing that, injecting the caffeine directly yeah. into us. I find it helps me. I mean, there wasn't much yawning at the start. We used to do it with steroids at the start of the podcast, but then uh, that had adverse effects, and it's the reason you've had to have your, your breast surgery, Ellie. Uh, as I say, if you're f- reading along, children. <laughs> the trouble is, yeah, turn the page. What? You can't see the incredulous I, looks I give you. I've no idea what I was talking about. I think I was basically saying that what's the that t- you had a really good week in week six and you had 36 minutes as your average across three guesses. But since then, my time-guessing skills Ooh. waned severely. So yeah. the question is, can I get those time-telling skills back for the final week? Can I beat my personal best of 36 over the course of three guesses? We'll find out in the multiple-part series of the final What's the Time, Mr Eagle. Only time will tell. Oh, Jim, <laughs> we've got that catchphrase on the last one. Really, isn't it? But never mind. <laughs> always thinking. Ten weeks too late, but always thinking. We've got lots of dimensions to the potato news. Not only will we shall be checking on our potatoes to find out how they've... That's not a euphemism for Ellie's breasts. Uh, to find out how they have gone. <laughs> to fi- we'll be seeing how our potatoes... We planted them uh, three weeks ago. We'll be finding out how they've planted. So far, potato one out of the three potatoes is in the lead. And I know a lot of people have placed bets on the potatoes. They've been down the book. We'll find out how our potatoes are faring, but also well, we have a scientific experiment to uh, introduce you to when it comes to potatoes, a psychological, scientific, potato-based experiment, and Ellie Skinner will be making a sweet dessert from potatoes. Most people think of potatoes in a savoury capacity, but we don't do things by the book here. Well, we do things by the book when it comes to the Educational Children's Project, of course, but... Uh, Get your hand off my penis! Exactly. Turn the page again, listen. There's much on that page, but that's because there's a, there's a photo of Ellie's breasts on, there, on, the, on, the, on that page there. Okay. Oh, Ellie, we well, did something interesting before the show. We thought we'd do something a little bit different, and you put your hand in my big box before oh. the show. Normally, you'll put my your hand in my big box during the show. Not this week. We've done things a little bit different. Uh, so Ellie has put her hand in my big box of tapes, cassette tapes, because I recorded all sorts of cassettes when I was a child, some of old radio shows, some of myself. We've had all sorts on there. Whatever is on the cassette, we will play in our feet. Sorry, I think I think I'm going to sneeze. I don't know if I've got a bit of hay fever or something. We've got runny nose and eyes. Yeah, we should get rid of the horse. Yeah. Why is the horse in here? We originally got it on as a feature, but then the RSPCA said, you really can't do that. So Ellie has already picked out a cassette. She did it just before we came on, about uh, half an hour ago. I, Ellie, have heard what is on this cassette. Yes, you I haven't. have not. I've been outside hearing you just giggling to yourself as you've been 
I checking it quickly. I think this is the best cassette that we've had so far. We're going to split that into multiple parts because it's a drama that I've created at the age of 11 or 12. We're going to split it into five parts. Oh, and we're going to keep that going throughout the podcast. But you'll, you'll see why, because okay. it is high drama. So as I say, the most dramatic podcast that we have done yet. All that and more, but not Ellie. Get your hand off my penis! That's not on this week's... <laughs> oh, that last week we were saying we were going to... I was going to make a dance remix of yes. this. Get your hand off my penis! I can't really go into the details of what that was about if you didn't listen to last week's podcast. You just have to go back and listen. You'll have to go back and listen or wait until next week because next week... Because we've got so much on this week's podcast. So next week I am going to create and then reveal my penis dance <laughs> hit. So that's coming up on next week's podcast. But we're concentrating oh. on this week's podcast, week 11 of the David Eagle Podcast. Before we get to our first item, Ellie, I think we should read out a comment. We got a couple Ooh. of comments from listener Mary. Uh, yes. We haven't got that many listeners, so we can we can just give them the first names, essentially. <laughs> we had two messages from Mary. Mary was a little bit getting a little bit concerned. A couple of weeks ago, on a Wednesday, she messaged us on Instagram saying she spent all day today refreshing my podcast up for the latest David Eagle podcast, only to realise now at 11pm it's Wednesday, not Thursday. Yes, was... we released the podcast on a Thursday Mary was so keen to hear the podcast. She got there before we even did. She said, I was beginning to internally berate you on your lack of professionalism and dedication, but now I take it all back. I look forward to Thursdays with new vigour and excited anticipation. Excellent. <laughs> oh, we hope you didn't disappoint Mary. No, well, I did confirm with her that you had been editing and it was checking through and it was all going to go out. That surprise people that I edit <laughs> when they actually hear the podcast. Like, there's so much that gets cut out, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't believe. Um, and weirdly, the things that we cut out is the, there's so many jokes that we just go, we haven't got time for because I'm like, we've got to do the... we've just deleted. Yeah, we delete the guests because it's like, we need more of the nose blowing, we need to get Ellie's yawns yeah. in there. We need uh, the WI. Stand by. WI anecdote coming up shortly. A week ago, I did check in with... Mary on Instagram and asked her what she thought and she said again so few listeners that we can check in with you individually (laughs) (laughs) to make sure that you are still listening she said amazing as always but never long enough David Eagle. Is that what she's referring to? Never long. How dare you, Mary? She's also listening. I can tell you, I'm not having that. I'm not getting that. I'm not answering those emails. Not getting that extension. (laughs) Just because Ellie's gone for us. Anyway. She says she's also listening in anticipation for the story describing the treacherous journey. She's beginning to believe Mm. the journey is actually the wait for a never to be told story, forever held in suspended animation. So, this is where I was meant to tell you a story, listeners, a few weeks back on the podcast now about how. harrowing journey back from a stand-up gig uh, but it proved so harrowing that I haven't managed to tell it yet we will <laughs> obviously we can't do it on this week's podcast but we will definitely do it I will not forget we'll definitely have it by the end of the year um, <laughs> <laughs> but I know that children reading along I don't think they're ready for it yet it's too harrowing so no. it's like Harry Potter we sort of like we you know we'll wait a little bit until the right age to receive it so we start out simple we you know we're just jokes about genitals and that kind of thing and then when they're ready for it a few months in, we'll do that. We'll do the harrowing journey. So I haven't forgotten, Mary. Fear not. But we do have a, I don't know if it's harrowing, but we do have an anecdote uh, from Ellie about uh, when she went to the Women's Institute. So well, you don't know the Women's Institute now, Ellie. So when, when was this then? When did you, and why did this you decide to go to the Women's Institute? 10, 11 years ago when I was living in Newcastle. Just wanted to make some more friends who weren't to do with my degree or my work or anything. So off I went and I 
got to the door and they're like, oh, you're here. They said that we were expecting a younger one, but we didn't realise you were going to be it. Uh, <laughs> and I was like 25, 26, something like that. And pretty much everyone in the room was maybe over 50 or 60. I was like, so have you done this sort of thing for long? I was like, oh, no, I'm just sort of popping in to say hello. It's like, oh, are you not running the session for us? No, no, I'm here as a guest. Oh, well, because they said it was a younger woman doing it. We thought you were the one leading our session today. I was like, oh, what's the session? They went, armchair exercise. I'm trying to think. I'm sure this is ringing a bell. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it. I'm trying to think if that was an interesting enough story no, to put on the podcast. I'm, I'm not sure, but we did. So, in <laughs> fairness, that's. I will be honest, I was thinking, I'm not sure if that's interesting enough. <laughs> <laughs> But, but then I was. I but did then join we, did, a we teased and, it. Yeah. For so long, we teased it. We said we were going to do it next week. So we've done it. I mean, Mary, you'll still be with us. But I think it's just Mary and the horse listening now, to be honest. But, and the horse doesn't have a choice. But never mind. It's really hard to back out of this room for a horse. But it was like the time that I went for a walk and I went into the park and it was the first time that I'd moved to this area of Sheffield. Yeah. So I went for a little walk or a run in the park. Obviously, I had my white cane with me because I'm blind. So I had my cane with me. Someone said, oh, this way, mate, this way, and started trying to kind of get hold of me. So I assumed that there must be like some block or something like that. You know, there must be something, an obstacle that they were trying to get me around. Yeah. So I was like, oh, thank, thank you very much, and let them take me. And then I realised they were taking me onto a bus. <laughs> And I was like, well, this is a bus. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you just sit, sit yourself down there, mate, and we'll be, we'll be away soon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Blind kidnapping. We'll be uh, setting off soon, mate. We'll be setting off very shortly, just waiting for a couple more of you. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't think I want to be on here. And he's like, no, it'll be great. We'll have a great time. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, what, what the heck's going on? Well, it turns out there was a trip for disabled people. I don't know what it was. I, can't, I didn't stay long enough to find out, but they were having a bus trip out. <laughs> and they were just going to take me on this bus. They just assumed, because I had a cane, that I was, you know, I'm blind. There's so for the day trip. Obviously, I want to go on this... <laughs> obviously, I want to go on this bus trip. <laughs> on a sightseeing trip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for a moment, yeah, I was nearly kidnapped. <laughs> so that's my case. Mistaken identity. I like the thing, Kelly, let's be honest. I mean, your story, it was all right. It was all right. But I well, think... Well, the thing is, you wouldn't I let think me tell you it before no. you were just like no no keep it it'll be good keep it for the I don't podcast. think it will yeah, well when you've told me that you are related to Henry VIII because of his adulterous ways with Mary Boleyn mm. I suppose it's going to be difficult I've just sort of had faith in you now as an anecdotalist if that's the no, word no whereas pretty <laughs> well, much every story I have to tell is very very I mean dull. I should have realised when it was a case when it was about the Women's Institute that it probably wasn't going to set the podcast <laughs> on fire well so then what happened a little bit this is on the same walk in the park I don't know what was going on on this particular day I sort of took this turn in in the park and then this woman suddenly comes out and goes just stay there mate just stay there um, I'm with with you in a second <laughs> and I'm like okay what on earth? Now? what am I waiting for and then she says ah oh, brilliant yeah we'll get you on a bike <laughs> <laughs> right hang on what's happening now and she says well you're not here for the blind cycle ride and it turns out there's a blind cycle group who meet on a Tuesday which I had no idea about because of course I just moved to this area of Sheffield mm. in one day potentially I could have had a bus ride had a day trip out I could have had a cycle around the park on a tandem 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you turned down all these opportunities, David. Down. You turned them down. I know. Maybe I shouldn't. Well, if I had my recorder with me, I could have just done like a. It could have just been a whole just day. I could have just gone. What the hell? But the trouble is, if I had done that, there might have been some poor blind guy or some old guy sort of waiting for the bus, and they, everyone thinks, right, we've got everybody. We've got everyone. <laughs> the bus is off. Meanwhile, there's some poor guy who's maybe like 85. He's not been out. You know, he's not seen anyone for weeks, and I've taken his place. So I didn't do that. But there you go. I feel really happy. I'm proud of myself there, really. I feel <laughs> that I've we've taken your story and we've made we've, it good. We've raised it. <laughs> I mean, even Mary was having her doubts at that point. I hope you're still with Amore's us, listeners. Amore's just shaking her head. I hope you're. This is it. We can name you all individually. Hello, Phil. Hello, pretty boy. <laughs> hey, Alex. <laughs> Carl's getting annoyed now. Yeah, Where's sorry, my mention? Sorry, right, Carl, we haven't forgotten you, mate. He got talked about loads the other week. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. exactly. More has not been mentioned for a good few weeks. <laughs> anyway, I hope you are still with us. Well, obviously, it doesn't matter if you're not because you can't hear this. But if you know anybody who's stopped listening, <laughs> shout them back. Because this is, honestly, our most dramatic The David Eagle podcast yet. Uh, and they're not going to want to miss the potato news. You know, well, you're not going to want to miss potato news, but you're not going to miss the drama that's about to occur now as we play our game Cassette Roulette Put your hand in my big box Pull out a cassette We have no idea right now what's on it yet But then we press play We'll hear what we get It's time to play a game we call Cassette Roulette so before we started recording the podcast, Ellie, you put your hand in my big box of cassettes. Yeah. You pulled out a tape. Yeah. I have had a listen to it. You don't know what's on it yet, and we're about to reveal what's on it now in Cassette Roulette. It's a five-part special, and we'll be doing it over the course of the podcast. And the first part is very short. It's only about 30 seconds, but okay. it sets the scene. So this is a drama. I think it was July 1997. I know that because I this is a tape when I was on holiday mm-hmm. in 1997. I went to uh, Luton. It's near London. And mum and dad had a friend there. And so we stayed with them and then went out for like day trips to London and that kind of thing. I think part of it, the first bit was maybe taken when we went on an outing somewhere in London. Uh, from what I can gather, it might be when we went to Whipsnade Zoo. No. Um, but I'm not interested seemingly in the animals. I've got my own little story <laughs> that I want to tell. Uh, so you're what, 12? Just a few days before turning 12. While everybody else is looking at the animals, I suppose being blind, I'm not really bothered about looking at the animals. To be honest, I wasn't even with my mum and dad. I just sort of turned a corner by myself and I was <laughs> stuck on this bus. Mum and dad were absolutely <laughs> frantic. And the next thing I know, I'm off, I'm off to Whipsnade Zoo. So, uh, so it's a drama, which seems to be, I am running my own army. <laughs> the Eagle Army. Oh, I'm not sure what the idea of the Eagle Army is, but uh, we're in, I'm in an army and there's two of my, I was going to say two of my privates. <laughs> two of my privates. Get your hand off my penis! <laughs> 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 Two of my privates are men in, in my army. They were all men. There was no women in my army. Okay. Sexist, Equality, egality. Sexist, eagle, egality. Exactly. This is a conversation between two of my army men. So I, you haven't heard me yet. This is me playing the part of Joe okay. and Rover. And Rover, <laughs> Rover is going to become very much the one of the star characters in this performance. But he's a little bit miserable at this point. Okay. Uh, he 
he's not showing any signs of the protagonist that he is about to become later in this drama. But right now, he's just having a chat with his comrade Joe about the fact that he, well, you'll hear, he didn't want to be in the army. Here we go. Here's a little conversation now between Joe and Rover, um, which I think is taken from Whipsnade Zoo while everybody else is looking at the animals. I've gone off and done a little drama in front in my dictaphone. Not my fault. Oh, I didn't exactly choose to be in the army at all, did I? So that's Rover who's talking there. I was a child. I thought, I work in a cake shop. It's easy. Work in a cake shop. Might as well wear a cake shop. Just like cake, that's all. You know. There's only left. I could have them. You're a boring man, Rover. I know I am. So that's just the start of our so, drama. So Rover wanted to run a cake shop. Rover never wanted to some... be in the army. He wanted to work in a cake shop because he thought it would be easy to work in a cake shop and, and if, if there was any cake left, over, he could have it. them. As Joe the says, you're a boring man, Rover. <laughs> Rover agrees, but Rover is far from boring. There is an interesting, there is a dark, very odd side to Rover, which we will discover in the next instalment of this drama from my... My 11-year-old self in part two of Cassette Roulette. <laughs> Cassette Roulette! Eddie Skinner. Yeah? You know what that sound is. It's one of the last times we will ever hear that sound on the David Eagle podcast. Well, probably anywhere, to be honest, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) But it is the final What's the Time, Mr. Eagle, which we, of course, are splitting into two parts this week. Some people get a thrill from deviant crime. I would rather play a game where I guess the time. I don't want to be embroiled in matters illegal. I'd rather play a game of What's the Time, Mr. Eagle. Okay, so we've already Mm. recapped, essentially, but over the last nine weeks we have been playing What's the Time, Mr. Eagle. Many people maybe at the start thought a a feature where you basically try and guess the time, David. Doesn't sound very exciting, but it didn't take long before any naysayers, and I'm not talking about the horse, were... (laughs) 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 <laughs> they weren't nursing anymore because they realised this is the absolute uh, epitome of podcast brilliance. Uh, my personal best is 36 minutes out over the course of three guesses. Yeah. My personal best in the course of one guess is, of course, bang on. Yeah, uh, that but unfortunately, was back in week three. But unfortunately, of recent weeks, I have not been doing too well at all. My personal worst was oh, that last dear. week. No, no, it still wasn't last week. <laughs> okay. It was week seven. Week seven for my personal worst. which. 97 minutes out across three guesses. But what's going to happen on our final ever week of What's the Time, Mr. Eagle? There's only one way to find that out, and that's to press this button here. (laughs) What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? I'm perhaps playing with fire here. I got a a message from Alcoholics Anonymous who was saying how pleased they were that my hangover special last week when I did What's the Time, Mr. Eagle, when I uh, had a hangover, my guess was the worst ever. And they said it's a great advert to demolt drinking. And uh, I know a couple of people have given up the drink since that because they thought if it's going to impede on my time-telling ability, 
party, then we're gonna we're gonna have to stop drinking. You know the fact that I've my family have left me and all of that. That's not enough. Uh-huh. But as soon as it impeded their time talent abilities, I've had Alcoholics Anonymous thank me, and as I feel as if I should not be doing this because I did have a little drink last night. So this is sort of a hangover special again, and I'm going to see if I can address the balance because I did so well with my first time telling guess when I had a hangover, and my second one was absolutely woeful. So let's see what happens. Best of three on the hangover special with apologies to Alcoholics Anonymous. It is 9.14. It's 9.13. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> Sorry, Alcoholics Anonymous. Yes! What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? Oh my goodness. Oh, I feel like there's so much riding on this. Oh. I haven't got enough talking about the horse. <laughs> Clue. I'm trying to remember what we did, when we did it. Well, we don't talk about that. My goodness, listeners. <laughs> it's a free country, free speech. Um, I'm going to go for three minutes past 12. It's three minutes past 12. Oh, oh no. Okay, so let's just... Let's just take stock. Actually, hold off on the gravy. Let me just... I always celebrate with a bit of gravy. Right, so... (laughs) The first guess, I was one minute out. One minute this out. one, I am bang on. Yeah. Please, in the last guess. <laughs> I can be half an hour out in the next one and still have reached my personal best. But, oh, God, this what is... What final week this is turning out to be, David Eagle? Two guesses, one minute out. Oh. Find out what happens next time for the final What's the Time, Mr Eagle round. I should soon be saying, have you look at stopped it? No. For the final round of What's the Time, Mr. Eagle. Because <laughs> that sounds better. Your voice goes, What's the Time? <laughs> Maybe I'll put both Mr. in. Eagle. Maybe I'll put both in <laughs> so that people can hear how I originally did it and then went, No, you know, we'll, we'll, no. we'll do that take again because I can do it better yeah. and I'm sure they'd agree with it. I'll do a third version okay. and <laughs> listeners can hear the different ways in which you can do it. This is a good thing for any like media studies lecturers to play to their students. There's one round to go. Find out what happens for the last time that we play What's the Time, Mr. Eagle? Thank you. Okay. He's still got your little right Well, I'm going down at the end. I always go down. I always go down at the end. You know me. Oh, dear (laughs) God. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? There you go, Ellie. One minute (laughs) out over the course of two guesses. This is incredible stuff. How is he going to do? Is he going to do all right? Or is he really just going to completely throw it out the window? Imagine if I get my personal worst. (laughs) I'm a hundred minutes out. We'll find out what happens. So much drama, as we say, on this week's The David Eagle Podcast and talking of drama. It's time to return to my story from my 11-year-old self. Oh, yeah. So, Rover, he wanted to work in a cake shop, but yeah. he is now enlisted, along in with his friend Joe, in the army, the Eagle Army. Uh, we thought that, I think you'll agree, Rover seems like quite a boring character, really, mm. isn't he? But uh, Rover's obviously not happy about being in the army, and I suppose when people are maybe not in the right frame of mind and they're not happy, they get drunk. And when they get oh. drunk, they start running riots. Oh. And Rover, unfortunately, has got drunk here. And we're going to hear from me here, David Eagle, yeah. the leader of the the Eagle Army, <laughs> and I have a bit of a run-in with Rover, who unfortunately has been drinking and is running amok. You're going to hear from Rover first. So, David, are you ready? Ready for what? Ready for the killing? What killing? The killing of you. What do you think? 
Rover, calm down. He's been at the beer, David. Sorry, Rover, you can't be in this army if you're going to drink beer. Rover, get out. Gladly, gladly. I should point out, I'm not... I should say gladly! That. We're not at Whipsnade Zoo anymore. I'm obviously back at home now, and I think I'm just sort of carrying this story out. It was such a good story, I obviously thought, you know, if I'm going to work this out it. properly, I can't do it in Whipsnade Zoo because I was keeping my voice down there. I need to make sure I'm at home here. So we'll just recap that again because there's so much going on. But obviously, <laughs> Rover's been at the beer, and he's decided to kill me, and maybe, I don't know, in a case of mutiny, I'm not sure what's going on. So the three voices at the moment you're hearing are Rover, Joe trying to appease Rover and also me, the leader of the Eagle Army, David Eagle. So, David, are you ready? Ready for what? Ready for the killing? What killing? The killing of you, what do you think? <laughs> Rover, calm down. He's been at the beer, David. Sorry, Rover, you can't be in this army if you're going to drink beer. Rover, get out. Gladly, gladly. <coughs> Come on then, Joe. Uh, are you going to be one of the dead people? I'll snip out the Eagle Weld. Okay, so Joe's decided he's not going with Rover. He's going to stand by the eagle. Do you know what's weird? There's a lot of things that are weird, I mean, Yeah. I don't know how you recorded it, but it sounds like you've kind of moved the recorder around and chopped it up a bit because sometimes the voice is just kind of cut in. Oh, yeah, it's very dramatic. Yeah. And there's there's not much editing here. It's no. all very well done. I mean, I'm surprised there's no script because it's it's just fully in the moment here. And uh, <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm putting different voices on. Uh, weirdly, Rover sounds more like me now yeah. than me now. It is uh, weird when then. there's like a 10-year-old you with a little David Eagle voice. <laughs> oh, it's very dramatic, Ellie. You, uh, are you going to be one of the dead people? I'll snip out the eagle well done, Joe. Any men who come with me, you know, chickens are you. You don't want to come with strong rubber. Well, I'll tell you something, David. I'm going to shoot you all down. Um, where's the gun? In my hands. Not anymore, is it? You knocked it out, my hands. <laughs> it's like an episode of... Uh, Happy birthdays. Not you, my friend. On the Eagle is Stranded when we did it in lockdown <laughs> one. For the first 60 days of lockdown, we did do consecutive daily podcast. Hold her. No, don't, don't leave. Hold your horses. I'm not talking about you. There's the horse. Uh, the... Yeah, that's what would happen in that. So that's the BBC Radio Detective series in the 50s and the 60s and 70s. And they do a lot of that. It's like, look out, he's got a gun. By Timothy, he's got a gun. You're going to get you it this time, it. my friend. No, no, you go, my friend. And he grabs the gun. I, he, I've got the gun now. Who've got the gun? Because it's radio. They have to explain it's it. So they have to go, he's got the gun now. No, I've got the gun now. Ah, I've got the gun in my hand. In real life, you'd never be doing this. It's like, I've got, I've got the gun in my hand right now. Can you see? Oh my God, he's got the gun. Yes, I've got the gun. Yes. Uh, he's very much like Paul Temple because he's got the gun. Rover's got the gun. He's threatening to shoot me, but I have grabbed the gun. Let's find out what happens as we continue listening here. Well, I'll tell you something, David. I'm going to shoot you all down. Um, where's the gun? In my hands. Not anymore, is it? You knocked it out, man. So I've, ro- I've wounded oh. Rover. Ross! Oh, you hit me! Oh, David! Now the time has come for you to die, David. Oh, well, Rover's back up! He's back up! <laughs> die? I do not think so. Bomb him! What do you mean, bomb me? What's going on? Bomb me? You better get out, Rover! What is this? So there what we go. What is that's, this? <laughs> that's where it ends. I <sighs> have now threatened to bomb Rover. We've just heard that the bomb has gone. I've given Rover a warning. In fairness, I've said, you better get out, Rover. The question is, does Rover get out in time before the bomb explodes? 
or has Rover died? No. I mean, there's still three parts to go. That doesn't mean to say Rover hasn't died. Who knows what might happen? Could be we'll, new characters introduced. There could be indeed. There's no knowing what will happen here in the fertile mind of my 11-year-old self. We'll find out very shortly on the third part of this week's Cassette Roulette. But I think you'll agree, Ellie. Yeah. Most dramatic one yet. Definitely. <laughs> News and talking of drama, it's time for the first part of this week's Potato News. Well, here we are in our second studio, which is the kitchen. Um, our third studio is, of course, the bathroom. We've been in there many a time, but uh, some listeners will be thinking, my goodness... I want to hear that podcast. Calm yourselves down, listeners. It's not that... No, there's no eroticism yet. We, we are thinking of maybe doing some sort of donations, Patreon thing for that kind of thing. We've podcasted from the bedroom, the bathroom, but I think the kitchen is our second studio. We'll be returning here a few times over the course of the podcast for Herbal Tea of the Week and, of course, Potato News Part 2 because this week, Potato News, it's a two-pronged attack. Um, you know, Well, Ellie's laughing there. She's thinking about maybe other two pronged attacks uh, that she's experienced. She knows how much I like me two pronged attacks. But uh, that's another story, save for the Patreons. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay Ellie. Yeah. We don't have, unfortunately, I don't believe, an update on the child of your friend saying Not potato. Yet. We're going to check on our potatoes very shortly, but before that point, there's so much that you can do with potatoes. Yes. Again, patrons, you'll, you'll discover that. Uh, but uh, what we want to do with potatoes is try making some interesting foods from potatoes, some interesting recipes. We thought, well, you know, you can make savoury things out of potatoes, but I don't think anyone's going to think there's anything unusual about that. We thought, how about making cake from potatoes? So we found a few potato cake recipes. What's going on right now, well, Ellie? I've been mixing up this cake that we're making with mashed potato. I've been mixing up most of the ingredients. The only things I need to add in now, excuse me, please. Oh dear, she's now well, yeah. looped the spoon on the wire of the microphone. That was very <laughs> nearly a potato and microphone cake. All that we need to add now is our stout and we're using Guinness. So you've made it from mashed potato. So yeah, it's got mashed potato and melted chocolate and all the usual sort of cake things but the of course potato, the usual things like mashed potato of course it smells very chocolatey yeah i mean it doesn't smell of mashed potato no 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 it's not a huge amount of mashed potato it's only like a ladle full i'd say because most people know dish out their mashed potato and ladles maybe you can maybe do a sort of a pull ladle or no ladle mm. when it comes to mashed potato it's also been quite hard also when it comes to yodeling as well perhaps it's got um, a bit of bicarbonate of soda so we might hear something as we pour in the guinness Oh, it does smell beery, doesn't it? Mmm. Oh, it's lovely. A lovely smell. So it's a rich, frothing cake, and we're going to do a two-layer cake with some cream cheese icing for it. So I'm going to get this mixed up. We'll put it in the oven. And we'll be back. back for part two. We'll try the cake and we'll check our potatoes. It's just sort of <laughs> like a sort of genital inspection or something, isn't it? Check your potatoes. Well, we, that's what we do here on... News! 
How will that cake taste? We'll find out a little bit later on. And, of course, we'll be checking on the status of our potatoes <laughs> later on the David Eagle podcast. I wonder if uh, if people realise that every time the potato news jingle comes on, we say news live. I think it's they probably do, by the time, how many times we've got it wrong in the past. I think, I think many people are aware of that. Spontaneity, Delhi, though. That's what we thrive upon. I've always liked the live, spontaneous element. When I was 11, clearly I was all yeah. about the spontaneity. I mean, I'm assuming there's, I haven't scripted this. There could be a script that I just can't remember because I don't remember <laughs> doing this story. But uh, just to recap, Rover, he wanted to work in a cake shop, but instead he's ended up being enlisted as a child, uh, <laughs> being enlisted into the Eagle Army, oh. run by me, David Eagle. A the dry in- army as well, fully sober, no fully beer. Fully sober, no beer, the, uh, and that is the problem. Rover has been drinking, probably because he's a bit depressed. He doesn't want to be in the army. He wants to work in a cake shop. Rover has started running amok. He has tried to pull a gun on me and shoot me, the leader of the Eagle Army. But I wrestle the gun from his hand with immense ease. Rover, That's why you're in charge of the army. I then wounded Rover. But Rover immediately got back up, despite being what sounded very severely wounded. He got back up. He threatened to kill me. I don't know how, because... I didn't think he had a gun anymore, but he threatened to kill me nonetheless. However, in a twist, I have now planted a bomb uh, to kill Rover. And I have now said, Rover, you better get out. There's a bomb coming. I've given him a warning, in fairness. The question is, did Rover get out in time? And did we get out in time? (laughs) I mean, it's a bit weird to plant a bomb when we seemingly are in the same room as Rover. Well, let's find out what happens as we head to our third part of this epic drama. He's out. Oh, he's out. Out. There we go. Rover is out. He's out. Just in time. You weren't there, Jewel. Yeah, I'm gonna stood by you, David. Here's some beer for you, Rover. Oh, I've just thrown a crate of beer, seemingly, at Rover now. I don't know where I got it from, considering it's a dry army. Ah, was hit near it. Right on the edge. Right on the conk. Right on the conk. I will protect all men who stay by my side. Men, Rover has gone to the gates. His army. His army. army he got. The army that he left behind. They're really strong. Okay, so we now find out that Rover has joined another army previous right. to this one. And he has now gone to enlist the help of his army. I don't seem particularly bothered by this, the leader of the Eagle Army, but Joe has obviously seen this army in action and he seems rather bothered. Not as strong as this army. Hop, 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 Salute. Joe would like to discuss something. Yes, about the army. Well, the army's very strong, ladies and gentlemen, but not as strong as your army. Then we're going to stand by the Eagle. Stand by the Eagle, are you? Well, you're not going to stand oh. much longer. Rover has returned. Oh, you're gone. Eagle, do us over. He's got a... Oh, he's got a... Oh, oh. Don't worry. Oh, the army's dead. He's only who's left. Oh, my goodness. Did you hear that? I didn't quite make it out. The army... It? Yeah, we'll do oh, it again. He's got a... Oh, oh. Don't worry. Oh, the army's dead. He's only who's left. All the army is dead, <gasps> says Joe. There's only us left. Rover, whether it's his army is back or he hasn't quite enlisted the help of his army yet, I'm not entirely sure. But what I do know is Joe is completely, cannot believe it. He's killed the entire Eagle army. Somehow, Rover has killed the entire Eagle army. Apart from me and Joe. Me and Joe still remain. But I, Joe seems very perturbed, but I don't seem ruffled at all. 
What on earth is going on? Can't ruffle this eagle's exactly. feathers. Exactly. They have not died. Yes, they have died. What do you mean they haven't died? All these people were only robots. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't really people. I uh, set up a fake army of robots. Oh, you clever little general. Yeah, exactly. Army, come out. Robots. What fiddlesticks are you talking? It's you and all the eagle. The army's coming over. Now get out of here. If I were you, and I need this gun, the ship gets down. Gun? Fine. Shoot us. Go on, Rover. Oh. So the army are now here. Yeah. Rover, though, he's obviously quite shocked by the whole robots thing. Yeah. But he's back again. He says, no, I've got a gun. I'm going to shoot you all. And in typical James Bond kind of style, he doesn't just do it. He Tells gives us you. a warning that he's going to do it first. OK. I will. OK. I'll shoot this. After three. <laughs> One. Are you sure you want me to do this? Go on, then, Rover. See how we get. Uh, I'm not even going to hesitate. One, two, three. You're dead, David. I knew you're all dead. My goodness. Some of the language that your 11-year-old self has used. He's been on the beer... Right on the conk. Fiddlesticks. Yes, I love the idea that someone who is a gun-toting drunken maniac is using terms like fiddlesticks. <laughs> Brilliant. Put me on the head. Right on the conk. <laughs> but how can we be so jovial, Ellie, oh, when, when Rover... So much destruction. When Rover has now seemingly, unless yeah. I'm a, it turns out that I'm also a robot, he has now shot me. Why aren't I bothered? I, why was I not standing in the way of being shot? There's got to be something going on. I've got to have yeah. a plan up my sleeve. We'll find out if I have a plan up my sleeve or if I'm just asking for death. Have you got an army up your sleeve, eh? <laughs> ah, yeah. We'll find out in part four of this epic drama courtesy of my 11-year-old self. But the drama continues right now. Some folks like plain tea, others like tea herbally But this is the feature that reviews herbal tea verbally We'll give it a spell That's right, my friends, it's herbal tea of the week You don't get more dramatic than herbal tea of the week, my friends We'll give it a drink And then we will tell you what we think Tea is the subject on which we will speak In our exciting feature Herbal Tea of the Week. Our potato cake is now in the oven. Potato News Part 2 will be coming up soon and Herbal Tea of the Week will also be a two-pronged attack. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the Herbal Tea Reveal, we'll do Smell, we'll do Description and then we'll leave it there for the time being and then we shall return for the all-important taste. What is this week's Herbal Tea of the Week? Hoogly again. Oh, a return for Hoogly? Return Second time for Hoogly? Yep. And we're still on snacky type things. Okay. And this one is a ginger biscuit. A blend of rich biscuity rooibos <laughs> laced with fiery root ginger and sweet aromatic spices providing a refreshing twist on this popular treat. We've got rooibos 
<laughs> ginger, cardamom, cinnamon and natural flavouring. And it says heat freshly drawn water to just off the boil and brew for five minutes. Drink with or without milk. I love that fiery root ginger. Mm. I love that sweet aromatic spices. The contrast between that is absolutely lovely. I don't know, maybe in order to get a 10 or a higher sort of rating, maybe it needs something, just a little something else. But I like that description. I'm going to go for an 8, a strong 8. Ooh for yeah. description there. What about you, Ellie? I'll go with an eight. An eight as well. I mean, this could be one of the best descriptions, really, actually. Um, it tells you what's in it. It's not too flouncy. It's not got any annoying words. I think they were marked down last time because they said yummy. Oh, really? Oh, well, well done. Well done, Hoogly Tees, then, for not using yummy. Because if it was yummy, you'd be on a five or a six. You've got 16. So how does that compare with other descriptions as we head uh, to the scoreboard? It's joint second with Pucker Matchup behind Birdhouse Aztec Chai. Which has? 17. 17. So it's a very good score for description. Still all to play for here on Herbal Tea of the Week for Hoogly's Ginger Biscuits. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it has brewed for a decent amount of time now, so we're going to pour. And we're going to rate it out of 10 for smell, and we'll add those together. We're going to leave enough space for the milk. So we're going to have it, as we have with other teas, we're going to taste it with and without oat milk, but of course we're getting ahead of ourselves there because that will be part two of Herbal yes. Tea of the Week. I'm going in for the smell. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Okay, I love this. It's got fiery is the word. Yeah. You're getting the that fiery ginger smell. It's a real, but also the sweet and aromatic spices coming through, which sort of offsets it nicely yeah. and just creates a beautiful smell. Oh. It's got a good tang to it, hasn't it? It's got a good tang, but there's a sweetness and the, just the blend is absolutely lovely. I don't know when I taste it, if it's going to be a little mm. bit too fiery on the back of the throat, but I have a feeling that when we all add oat milk, that's when it's going to sweeten it out and it's going to be a lovely tea. I'm going to go for nine for smell. It's Ooh. a very strong, lovely smell. I mean, have I ever given a, a smell of ten before? No, I think maybe a nine. So nine is the strongest I've given for smell, so it's really up there. I don't know what I'm looking for on smell to improve it, really. So why haven't I given it a ten? I don't don't know but my goodness i think you'll know when you smell it though oh i think you will yeah and um, i can't smell the spices like individually that but there's definitely a ginger tang it's i'm gonna lovely. go eight i'm happy with eight again I'm 17 it's got a high one for smell but let's see how it compares with other ones maybe um, not quite on the leaderboard it might be joint second again let's find yeah, out yeah so the highest for smell is frosted fruit cake or hoogly's danish pastry both with 18 and then it's joint with Birdhouse Jaffa Cake, Aztec Chai, Pucker Matcha and the Bloom Teas Banana My Ice My goodness. So there is still all to play for yeah, because so there's only a couple. Already. We're on 33 already and we haven't even done no. taste yet. So there is a potential of 20 points here, but we do know on top of the leaderboard is 49. Yeah. It's doing well so far. It's going to take some doing, but it could be top of the leaderboard. It's going to take some doing, but it might, the doing might occur. We'll find out in part two of Herbal Tea of the Week on the David Eagle podcast 
Two prongs attack special. Herbal tea of the week. Well, I called it a two pronged yeah. attack special. That was before I realised that cassette roulette was going to be split <laughs> into five parts. Herbal tea of the week will, of course, return still to come. Potato news part two. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? The final ever round of What's the Time, Mr. Eagle? Everything is hanging in the bounce there. One minute out over two guesses. It could all go horribly wrong. We'll find out whether it does or not, or whether we end this feature in absolute style find out but first it's time for part four of our epic drama courtesy of my 11 year old self rover a man who has betrayed the eagle army has tried to kill us multiple times has not yet succeeded seemingly the last time it seemed pretty convincing that rover had killed us all but it turned out that i had presented a decoy an mm. army of robots but this time i've brought the real army back rover has threatened to shoot us I have said, yeah, just fine. You shoot us all. Just do it. He's counted to three. He shot us. He's declared that we are dead. As he pulls the trigger, what happens next? Why aren't I bothered by the fact that Rover has pulled a gun on me and my entire army? There must be something up my sleeve unless I have a death warrant. Let's find out in part four. You're dead, David. I knew you. You're all dead. What? It's all, it's water. That's right, it's only a water pistol. Yeah, but at least you're all wet. <laughs> so, I somehow have swapped Rover's gun oh. for a water pistol. Now, presumably it looked like a gun. It looked enough like a gun for Rover not to realise. Now, Rover, in fairness to him, he's, he adapts very quickly. Mm. He doesn't seem ruffled. As, as he get, He's a bit flustered at first. He's like, I can't believe it, it's a water pistol. But then he says, yeah, well, at least you're all wet. So, <laughs> I haven't managed to kill you, but at least I've got you all wet. That's right, it's only a water pistol. Yeah, but at least you're all wet. You don't realise that we've been a horse pipe. An horse pipe. An horse pipe. Oh, no. Ah, the horse pipe. No. No! I mean, the sound effect department. I was going to say, I like the, the use of props for sound effects, David Eagle. No! And, and weirdly, he seems more upset by the horse pipe than he did when he thought he was going to be bombed, bombed or yeah. shot to death. Yeah. Oh, so now I'm flogging Rover. You serve me! There we go. <laughs> Rover has been flogged. And soaked. <laughs> He's been soaked with a horse pipe. Rover's been scuppered with a horse pipe on him. To paraphrase, what shall we do with a drunken sailor? My goodness. So, there's still, of course, Ellie, a final part to come. I can't even imagine what could the drama all of that. is not over. But right now, it's part two of Potato News. And right now, the podcast is Cake, t- cake Tin Mystery. Because in the tin, uh, the cake tin is, it's a mystery to us, we've not had this cake before. A potato based cake, or at least it's got mashed potato in it. It's a chocolate stout potato cake. And we're going to try it for the first time and report on it. Before we do that though, Ellie, Mm -hmm. do you want to uh, head over to our potatoes? Potato one 
has got Okay, one. so remember we have three potatoes. Uh, last, we've imaginatively titled them potato one, two, and three. I know some people have already gone to the bookies and placed bets on which potato they think will flourish most. The one that was doing the best last time was potato one. So, Ellie? Potato one now has a stalk that's about 10 centimetres high and quite a lot of leaves on it. Potato two has started sprouting through and growing a few leaves as has potato three but they're about one to two centimeters high so potato one definitely still in the lead yeah still the bookie's favorite potato one That's okay so next time what we're going to do is we're going to do a little test oh is it scientific study that we're going to do here on the podcast that we had radio two on in the background and it was heston blumenthal yep. is that you say his name yep. the food scientist i don't know what he's going on about and it seems a bit wishy-washy in order to me but he says that he started talking to his food now because he thinks that if you're positive when talking to your food when you're making stuff it'll make the flavors taste nicer it'll be a nicer dish so he said that oh, I've, I've proven this scientifically i had three cups of rice in water and i talked to one of them positively i talked to the other cup negatively i don't know what he was saying to it and he said, and I ignored the other cup. I mean, I don't quite understand it, because he said the one that he was talking positively to, that went a golden colour, didn't it? Yeah, it's rice with water. Yes, that's what I said. So, yes, so the water... Just for our slow listeners, I know we have a few slow listeners, so I'm just repeating for your benefit. Jason, hope you appreciate it. Continue. So the water that the rice was in turned golden with the positive messages. And the one that had negative messages went like a miserable grey or something. And then the one that he didn't talk to just uh, rotted away. I think we need to do this with our potatoes. Mm -hmm. Let's do it two sacks and let's do with the new sacks. What we're going to do on Potato News is we're going to talk positively to one of the sacks... We're gonna, to the and we're going to talk negatively to the others. The if anybody can think of anything that a potato might like to hear, or on the other hand, what a potato might not like to hear. So uh, we want your potato compliments and your potato insults. So if anyone has any, uh, and feel free to do it. We will um, we'll put your compliments and your insults to the potatoes, and we'll see how it does. Um, and the so... one that's already going, we'll just leave that, as, we'll leave it that. Is, as a control. Yes. Okay. Your cake is ready, David. My cake is ready. So here we go. Well, if you didn't tell me I'd potato in, I wouldn't go. Have you dropped some mashed potato in here? <laughs> It's a very light and springy sponge. Absolute delight. It's really nice. So there you go. Maybe give that a try. What's the, what's the book that we've the taken that from? It's called Sticky Fingers Green Thumb. It's basically a cookbook all about cakes and biscuits made, made from with stuff from the garden. Stuff uh, that you wouldn't by, normally put in cake, parsnips, yeah, beetroot, it's by and McKee. herbs. It's an Australian cookbook. What an exciting edition of Potato News that was. Join us next week where we have scientific experiments. Maybe another cake. Who knows what we will do in... Potato, 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 News. I don't know what's more exciting. The prospect of next week's potato news. The final ever What's the Time, Mr. Eagle. The taste reveal of herbal tea of the week. Or this drama from my 11-year-old self. There is so much excitement still to come on the David Eagle podcast, but it's... 
it's time to conclude our story, Ellie. Let's find out what happens. I think a bit of time has passed now since all of the action and Rover is maybe having a crisis of confidence. He's doing a bit of soul searching right now. I've betrayed you. I've betrayed the eagle. Oh, it was me beer. He's talking to Joe here. I've betrayed you. I've betrayed the eagle. Oh, it was me beer. I've shot the eagle. It's time to shoot myself. Okay, so he's shot the eagle. No, don't. I'm sure the eagle will understand. I don't think you've shot him. I have. I put the gun at him, pressed the trigger, and he disappeared. I mean, I don't know why disappeared means I'm dead. Yeah. But Rover seems convinced he's dead. Joe has seen enough miracles happen in the Eagle Army to know, or at least to suspect, that maybe David Eagle is not dead. But let's continue. Joe, I nearly killed you, Joe. Kill me. Kill me, Joe, kill me. So Joe has been given a request here by Rover. Kill me, says Rover. I can't. You, you've always been a friend and I, I know you've been drunken. I'm sure the eagle would understand. He would not. If you don't shoot me, I'll shoot me. This is me last bullet. Joe, shoot me, please. Well, if that's what you request of me. Yeah, I do. Can you shoot me? So, I mean, we've had such drama, really, like such fast moving. And many critics might say, well, you can't do the slow stuff, David. It always has to be like, bang, you've got a gun, you've got a horse pipe, and oh, they're all pops, oh, I get this a bomb. Well, here, I think we're seeing a different side of me. We're seeing that I have range, Ellie. Yeah. I'm still not answering those emails. <laughs> okay. I can't. I can't. Sure. You've got your last chance, son. Shoot me. Oh! <gasps> a last minute reprieve. From me, oh. David Eagle, the leader of the Eagle Army. We hit, of course, till three. Just before Joe potentially pulls the trigger and kills Rover, David Eagle intervenes. I'll shoot you, Rover! Oh! <laughs> I thought I was saving Rover, but the reason that seemingly David Eagle, who <laughs> Rover thought was dead, <laughs> wants to get the gun and make sure Jordan's doing it because I want to shoot Rover myself. What's going on? Why am I... What's turned up? What's happening to me? It's the Eagle. It's not the Eagle. The Eagle's just in white, but this one is black. Who's going to be Eagle? Oh! <laughs> It's an evil eagle. <laughs> it's a bit dodgy when I go, he's this one, he's black. <laughs> but uh, I, this in the good David Eagle, the real David yeah. Eagle, the leader of the Eagle Army, is dressed in white. The evil eagle, this is what this guy is, he's dressed in black. So that's why he wants to shoot Rover. So what's happened to the good oh. David Eagle? What's happened to the real leader of the Eagle Army? Is he dead and the evil eagle is taking over? Let's find out. The eagle's just in white, but this one is black. Oh, David Eagle, the real eagle, has suddenly appeared. He's calling his men to him to defeat the evil eagle. So now we have two eagles. Me, the real eagle, the leader of the eagle army, and the evil eagle. Men, men, come here. What's the evil eagle? Men, 
Shut up, little guard! We shall shut this man down. Rover, are you coming? I won't come. Yes, this is my chance to serve the eagle. My goodness, a rover. Oh. Maybe he's turning hero as he now he's joined forces with me, the real eagle, to kill the evil eagle. It's a reprise. Is it okay. the rover's return? Oh! <laughs> I was wondering why you were waving your head in front of my face. <laughs> but it was worth it for that wonderful pun. It's the rover's return. It's the rover reprise. I am here. Well done, rover. You're back in the army. But now, evil eagle, I banish you. I banish you. Ah! And with that, the <laughs> evil eagle is destroyed. <laughs> I think if we ever had a really bad falling out, I just imagine you would start shouting, Ellie Skinner, I banish you! I banish you! <laughs> you thought Brian Tolvo was bad. <laughs> well done, Rover. Well done, Joe. Well done, men. Rover, let's give a cap for Rover for serving the eagle. And we're coming back. <laughs> Can't believe it, folks. The eagle survived again. And that's how it ends. <laughs> the eagle survives again. Need to suggest there's another drama it's before so epic. You refer to yourself <laughs> as the eagle. <laughs> and yeah, that still continued with the David the, Eagle podcast. And the eagle is stranded. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. From oh. an epic army based battle, we mm. head. To part two of Herbal Tea of the Week. This particular Herbal Tea, Ginger Biscuit from mm. Hoogly, is doing pretty well. Yeah. But is it doing well enough to... Knock Birdhouse off the top? Let's find out in part two of Herbal Tea of the Week. Herbal Tea of the Week. He's going in for the first taste. I'm going in for the first taste. We are back. We are back. Brief recap for Herbal Tea of the Week. We have Hoogly's Ginger Biscuit here. We've given it a total of 16 for description out of a possible 20 and a 17 for smell out of a possible 20 points. We've added those up. We're both going to rate taste out of 10 and then we'll add those together. And what we're going to do is we're going to have it without oat milk first. So my prediction was a strong ginger feel that might have a bit of fieriness at the back of the throat. Ooh. And it might be a bit too much, but once we add oat milk, it'll sweeten it out and it'll make this tea an absolute wonderful experience. However, it's not, at all too, it's harsh. not too harsh. I may have to go get out the big guns here and really give this a big score. Well, it has got, it's got that warmth to it, but it's not too overpowering. Exactly. Um, and again, I'm not fully getting all the spices yet, but it does taste like a ginger biscuit. Yeah, it does taste like a ginger biscuit. You're right. So there's still that fieriness there. There is a bit more sweetness now. Mm. That fieriness is retained. See, I'm getting the cardamom more now than the milk thing. Because it's just brought the... I don't know what I'm doing hand movements to demonstrate <laughs> that it's brought the ginger level down. My goodness. Yeah, it's just dull, we, dull the ginger slightly. a euphemism slightly. for me. <laughs> Bring the ginger level down, David. You are a little ginger, David. Okay. <laughs> it's lovely. Oh. It far from takes the biscuit, this tea. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely wonderful. There is a fieriness in the back of my throat. Not necessarily an unpleasant one. It's an eight or a nine. Eight's such a good score. We shouldn't think that an eight's not a good score. You, you can only get two points higher than that here. I can't give it a ten. It's not like making me think, oh, this is ineffable. But at the same time, it's a lovely tea. It almost seems like 
if I think about other teas that I've given an eight, maybe it's slightly better than that. But the one that's coming to my mind, of course, is Bloom Tea's banana tea. And I gave that an eight and then said, oh, no, it should be a nine. And I feel if I give this one a nine, it wouldn't be fair. <sighs> that's going to be a, a thorn in the side for other teas getting higher than an eight now. But I'm sorry, I don't think I can give it higher than an, a nine. I'm going to have to go for an eight. I don't know whether I've made the right thing, but I, I think I am. I think I'm making okay. the right decision here. It's getting an eight from me, Ellie. I'm going for a nine. She's going for a nine. <laughs> oh, and it's, I can't disagree with her. I, as you know, I was vacillating myself, listeners. <laughs> Do you know what that's done to the total, David? I, I know it's given us a, a taste total of 17, but I don't know what it's given us a tea total of. Let's head to Ellie Skinner to reveal the tea total. Tea total for Hoogley's Ginger Biscuit Tea, 50. Oh my goodness! We have a new leader. We have a new leader! Hoogley have knocked Birdhouse Tea oh. off the top, top spot. And do you know when that was? When was Birdhouse Tea? Birdhouse Tea was the third week that we did this. And this is week eight. Week nine. Week nine. So six weeks. Six weeks Birdhouse on top. top. Birdhouse have reigned supreme with their Aztec chai. Aztec chai. But it's been usurped by Ginger Biscuit from Hoogley. What an exciting podcast this is, my friends. Vinnie Hale's back in business as she declares Hoogley's Ginger Biscuit Tea officially... The I announced that it was an absolutely amazing, exciting podcast. <laughs> and that was before I'd even found got, the cassette. The cassette. So, mate, my <laughs> so what drama. drama in Herbal Tea of the Week we have a new victor. I know some of you are thinking, bloody hell, David, we should have done the Women's Institute anecdote halfway through the podcast because just we need... to bring us down to a bring bit. Us down. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, we started off with a really kind of... Dry. Dry, sweet <laughs> anecdote, baby. It's just been non-stop drama since then. And the drama does not relent here at all because it's now time for the final ever round of What's the Time, Mr. Eagle. Sorry, Mr. Eagle. <laughs> What's the time, Mr. Eagle? 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 The pressure is on. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? That could be the last time that you utter those words. We can hope. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from when we get a commission. But we don't really want anything else with the podcast, but we want you to do What's the Time, Mr. Eagle? It's going over to TV. So this is the moment. I'm really on tenthooks about this. Right, OK, so I think the time is ten... 49. Oh my god, it's 10.49! Oh, <laughs> oh. oh! So the final, what's the time, Mr. Eagle? I am one minute out. It is my personal best. But well, there we go. We were planning on ending this feature anyway, but we very much are quitting while we're ahead. <laughs> well, actually, we're not ahead. We're not ahead. We're not behind. We're bang on. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute roller coaster of a ride. <laughs> what a journey we've taken you on, my friends. Thank you very much for being a part of it every step of the way. It's been an absolute pleasure. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? <laughs> you do your funny little voice, yeah. It's the last one. I mean, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, you've, you're, you can't have me saying about funny little voice and you're going, yeah, I'm going to have a funny little voice.
Yes. <laughs> yeah, but that's what's the time, Mister Eagle. <laughs> 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 Mr. Eagle. <laughs> Have you turned it up yet? I know, I need to because I'm going to run out of battery. Oh, cool. No, you can't lose this moment. <laughs> Don't lose this moment of history because I'll do it again. They'll be 40 minutes out. I'll <laughs> have to fake it. <laughs> What's the time, Mr. Eagle? <laughs> 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 that wasn't that. It was me. <sighs> sort of a noise of just complete shock at the way Mind this. Mind blow. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't another bomb. Don't worry, think that was a sixth part of this. <sighs> surprise, surprise. I'm blowing us all up. It was the horse all along. <laughs> Surely now you're going to give us a bit of a break, David. Let us go. Just do a guided meditation for the last five minutes. We need to calm down here. I'm sorry, that can't happen. It's unrelenting drama on this week's The David Eagle Podcast. We've got one final thing in the offing, and that is part two of Potato News. Herbals. Oh, hang on. <laughs> have we done Herbal Tea of the Week? Part two. Do we have, haven't we? Yeah, we've done Potato <laughs> News twice, because we've done have we? news. I'm sure we've done that. Maybe we've we run out. we've done it. Hang on. Let me just make sure. Not my fault. So, David. That's part one. Well, here we are. He's out. You're dead. It's part two of Potato... Yeah, yeah we've done that. Oh, it's the end of the show. <laughs> there we go. I mean, it's a good job we didn't do the My Penis Dance remix because that had been far too much for one week. So uh, yeah. we'll be back next week with My Penis Dance remix. <laughs> if you have no idea what we're talking about, listen to last uh, week's podcast, but we will recap next week. And I'm not going to have any stories. No, there you go. <laughs> now, that's a reason to listen. There's a reason to listen, isn't it? But there will be lots of pictures on Instagram this week will of course oh, have uh, not of your implants David Eagle <laughs> will of course have the picture of the the tea of the week the uh, potatoes I think yes and, and you can we'll f- do a picture of the cake follow all the action at the David Eagle on Instagram Facebook and Twitter <laughs> but at the David Eagle across social media please get tickets to come and see my gigs because there is so much going on so much that I'm looking forward to doing and hope to be able to do it in the future and the only way I can do that is if people People actually buy tickets for gigs. I'm not saying they haven't. So this is not this is not this is not a cry for for help. You're David. <laughs> I was actually looking for. Uh, I've betrayed you. You haven't betrayed me. Many of you have bought tickets, but uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, anyway, you can get tickets for the various things that I'm doing. On the 23rd of April, I'm launching my comedy night with Paul Silky White. We have comedy performances from Daisy Earl, Brennan Race and Sindhu V. So some brilliant TV comedians and then me. <laughs> podcast comedian that's on the 23rd of April as part of Live to Your Living Room and uh, on the 24th of April I will be performing with the Youngins a very rare online gig with the Youngins again through Live to Your Living Room The probably the easiest way to find out how to get tickets for this is to go to my website davideagle.co.uk there's a gigs page on there or if you don't mind exercising your fingers a little bit more davideagle.co.uk forward slash gigs all the information about the gigs are on there. I've also got another gig uh, coming up before then, which is just a little charity, well, I say little charity gig, I mean, it's not disparaging, but I'm doing <laughs> half an hour for a charity. I think we're going to have the uh, the person running that gig on the podcast next week to talk a little bit about it, and I think we might, I was going to say we might split her into parts. <laughs> what I mean is, I think we might, I love, I think Ellie, what do you think? I think splitting things into different parts is the way to go. What do you think? Yeah. Let's break Brilliant. some stuff up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Excellent. There you go. You see the magic of our, the chemistry there. We still got it. Two anyway. years in. Another that? 40 to go. Another 40? Is that it? Right. Fair enough. You know something I don't know. Well, who knows? Yeah. What's going to happen in 40 years' time? It's going to be... Uh... He's out. <laughs> oh, that's not right. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not We're sure. going to come out. Um, <laughs> I was... It was more meant to be. <laughs> well, let's hope it's not a case of. I betrayed you. Uh, I don't want to hear that. Which will it be? Will it be? I betrayed you. In 40 years, will Ellie be saying. You take it. Or will I be saying. He's out. <laughs> He's been on the beer. More fiddlesticks. <laughs> anyway. Choke. <laughs> oh, that, well. <laughs> right. Thank you very much for listening to this week's the David, Eagle, the David Eagle podcast. Till next week, from me, David Eagle. <laughs> Thank you for listening. What? Can you? We'll do a quiz next week. Can anyone hear what Ellie's actually saying? Thank you for listening. Until next week, from me, David um, Eagle. Mary Goodbye. Get your hand off my penis! And that's it, children. That's it. Goodbye. Close the book. Go to bed now. Oh, it really hurts. Well, the doctor did say that would happen for a while, but. Uh, <coughs> You would insist on getting the surgery. Oh, stop recording. <laughs>